people. <laughs> Welcome to Culture Gumbo. I am your host, Shakira. This is the one in red repping Phillies today, as usual. What's happening? We here, bro. We here, World Series. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Phillies. We doing it, man. You said we won game <laughs> one last night. I'm always, always repping, even when I ain't home. So I'm excited. I'm excited. How you feeling? Good. Good. It is. We're going into November. I feel like I might as well say Happy New Year. Nah, um, nah, nah don't do that. Because do that. we only have 60 don't, more days. Don't be that person, yo. Don't be that of, person. Until the new year. Don't be that person. You out here skipping Halloween. You skipping Turkey Day. You know what I'm saying? You skipping uh, I'm not eating turkey Hanukkah, either, Kwanzaa. I'm not well, you know turkey. what I'm saying. I, I'm not calling okay. it Thanksgiving. Right. No, you're right. I um, I just feel like I can't believe it's November. Like we're here, like it's here. So, but the year has flown by and it's been one heck of a year. So I'm just excited to finish off this quarter good mm-hmm. um, on a high note with more money in my pocket um, and just getting some stuff in order. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be a great month. How about yourself, Will? I'm just I'm 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 just trying to survive out here in this concrete jungle. You know what I'm saying? The end of the year is always hectic for me because I'm always super busy. Um there's a lot of memories from the end of the year, like, you know what I mean? People close to me that have passed. passed right. Um, so I'm always thinking about that. And then I'm always going into like the end of the year being like, yo, I want to relax for like the rest of the year. Like I just want to chill. Yeah. And I never, I never do it. So this year I'm like, I'm going to make sure that I relax. I'm going to go into 2023, like fully refreshed. And I'm not even one of them people where I'm just like, oh, new year new me because i don't care nothing about that but i'm gonna embrace that this year and see what that be like because y'all motherfuckers be out here really talking new year new me and they be posting that same meme every year with shorty stepping up the stairs yeah yeah it's not about that i'm i'm going into 2023 prayerfully um fully healthy fully focused uh and as you know from from our um from our challenge this is the first time we're like i'm going into everything focused with just me like i'm not carrying nobody else's load i'm not doing nothing else like i'm making me a priority and this is still a big change for me right so i'm still getting used to it and learning how to do it and it's it's a blessing so that's that's facts all facts and you t- listen you you know you know i've said this before on our podcast guys that will you know he's always tired now yes there's a lot of reasons he works hard he helps his family he makes sure his people good he you know got pod- other podcasts that he's on in addition to this uh and working you know a full-time job as well so i I'll say that and not knock everything else, but I will say it is important that we do 
have that time of refreshing and silence. So nigga, yes, get sleep. Get sleep. Get some oh, rest. Oh, oh, so now, some, so now no, you're picking up on that. No, I no, I didn't say I'm picking it up, but I'm saying it's necessary. And and I'm learning that because that is something that's really hard for me um mm-hmm. to do. Um right now I am I am earnestly searching for a gigantic tub and i know that sounds crazy people like what but i in the apartment that i live in i have a tub but i don't i'm five nine so i'm Mm -hmm. not not a tiny little woman here um and got a little meat on my bones so i like to feel comfortable taking a bath and people don't realize they may say oh a bath is just a bath but there is a sense of relaxation and calm when you have an intentional bath time. And so yeah. Yeah, I- Them essential, uh, them, them essential oils and whatnot, y'all be doing- Yeah, it putting some, you know, and just, you know, lighting some candles and having some aroma and just a book or some time to just kind of sit in silence or reflect or just whatever you do. Um, that has been my thing. So before this year is out, I'm gonna be in some hotel room with some jetted, gigantic there you go. tub, spa tub, and um and and um enjoy every moment of it. But in addition to that, um, you mentioned you know using some time. So, um, I have a full time. I have a full time job. I have side hustles. I have uh, another podcast. Another podcast. So, um, I'm taking off the end of this year like the 31st like the 30th the 31st and then the first few days of January just for that time of just get yourself centered I don't want a year like this year I don't want to be super busy overwhelmed work 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 what's your goals what you know watching all these people on social media um talk about all the stuff they can sell you and how everybody's an expert and then you spend forty dollars or fifty dollars on this oh, expert back. Back. don't go don't hit the tangent out of frustration i feel it i feel no it. i just just real quick you know y'all gotta be mindful who y'all watching on these social media platforms before we get into our depth of our show i just want to that's my disclaimer watch you know be careful of watching everybody because everybody is not an expert everybody does not have a successful business platform and if they do have a successful business platform that don't mean that they can make you successful and the only so, thing you should be buying is a uh, is peter popoff order you know, come yeah. on. Why? Wow. Uh, no. And you about a Peter Popoff water? No, I don't what? know nothing about that. Peter Popoff got magical water. Uh, well, it has nothing to do with nothing that I'm talking about right yeah, now. But anyway, we're gonna get the show started. Peter Popoff um, water probably cures syphilis. I ain't got syphilis, so I'm just saying. I mean, it's, I'm <laughs> just saying it's mad. It's supposed to be magic water. You know what I'm saying? So you got to believe in it. Whatever. Let's. <laughs> oh, speaking of diseases, right? So, speaking of diseases, so I want to ask, pose this question: Would you watch a show? And nobody steal my idea because I will come back to this freaking video. Um, would you watch a show that was all about sex chronicles, like what? people? people sharing their um 
their sex experiences like weird you know their past not current like not that's nobody what, you're dating with that that's but, already happened who who did it that's, that was hbo real sex when we were shorties that's that's what that show not was about. real sex no real sex was about that it was about sex chronicles and stories in, in people's past experiences but they were acting on it. I'm talking about a actual full-blown conversation. Like, what did he have you do? What did he want you to do? Oh, they what do did that on the, want you to do? They do that on these uh on these podcasts all the time. Well, I really want to do that. So you about to so you about to do a podcast TV show, a podcast show on sex chronicles? Yeah, you don't hear from that many black people. Like the weird. I hear from, I hear from black. Listen, might be a whole. Go, go, might go be on a, a date. Whole show. Go on a date in Atlanta, and you'll hear about it. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. It wouldn't be any current stories. So it'll only be past stories. But I think it would be great. Anyway, moving on. Wow. Going to our culture news. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Well. I had this whole conversation earlier and was like, you know what? That would be dope. And the person I was talking to was like- But everybody does that though. So you have to come with a different type of show that you want to do. It has to have a different angle. Everybody does that. I don't, I I haven't seen that. Go on your explore page. I'm sure there's at least four or five podcasts where uh, the super freaks be on there talking about Stuff they do, stuff they done. But it's not, it's not, that's the thing. It's not about super freaks. It's not, it's like your weirdest sex stories. Like the weirdest things that have happened to you. Maybe somebody, a girl wanted you to do something that you never, or a guy wanted something that you never. So you, so you, so you going to go in there, you going to tell your stories. I don't have that many stories, but I would share. Yeah, of course. It's funny. (laughs) It's funny. It's super funny, especially because some people out here are weird. Anyway, uh, moving on to our coaching news. So guys, we, as we said, we are approaching November. November is an essential time, especially during this year, because it is voting season for the general election or and, and even your state elections. Um, and so we want to encourage you to get out and vote, but it's not just about going to vote. A lot of people are actually doing early ballots this year. And I think I'm, I actually looked up in my area cause I'm trying to do early ballot as well. Um, um, but make sure you research all the candidates um, that is in your area, um, the independents, the democratics and the Republicans to ensure that it equates to your values, your morals. You're not going to agree with everything, but whatever, which person fits your, what you want to see happen or the quote unquote changes that they say they're going to make, um, then you want to make sure that you do your research and go out and vote because y'all be some complaining folks when stuff happened, especially how we had the unexpected pandemic and how things were handled and vaccines mm-hmm. and all this stuff, that's all cor- you know correlated to who we have in office. And, and as we've seen, some of these state governors made some crazy decisions during COVID and some crazy decisions now, like even me in the state of Tennessee, um, you know, they do. And, and I think um, this is on the general ballot, actually, about, you know, changing the um, 
saying that slavery <laughs> uh uh slavery and in and um involuntary or did they say voluntary i have to read it again um but pretty much if you want to change the words of the constitution regarding slavery and inmates and that inmates uh-huh. should inmates should have to always work no matter what like they they have to work it off their time i just want to say um you need to get out and vote because if you have not seen these um debates especially in florida and georgia uh ron DeSantis was in the debate talking about uh the land the the united states land was not stolen from the native americans Okay, you got Herschel Walker out here posing with a fake badge. All right. And then you got (laughs) Governor Kemp looking like a complete idiot when dealing with uh, Stacey Abrams because she ate him alive. So you got to get out and vote. I understand everything don't always work in our favor. I understand that there's frustrations with the current regime. But you also have to understand that when we don't vote and we don't control the House and the Senate for what for what our uh, preferences are that these are the things that are held up in the air. And there's a lot of things on the ballot, on these ballots this year that could really, really change the course of the rest of our lives and possibly our, our, our children's lives. So we got to make sure we get out and vote, man. It takes five minutes to go out and do it. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and get mine done early on Monday. So if you can go get that early voting done, get it done. You know what I'm saying? So right. make sure you go out and do that. Absolutely, absolutely. On to our next, um, I guess I'll have you introduce this regarding Russia denying the appeal of WNBA star Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really sad news, to be honest. So on Tuesday, um, um, October 25th, just in case whenever you're watching this, October 24th, I'm sorry, um, Russian court on Tuesday de- de- denied uh, Brittany Griner's appeal and upheld her nine-year prison sentence on drug charges. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is um, crazy to me that it, you're. It's a nine years. B they denied it, and C these wasn't like she had major drugs. Um, it's unfortunate because she's now being expected to move into to a penal colony. And I know that they don't treat those prisoners. I mean, it's Russia, y'all. So, um, okay. So the thing about that is we clearly knew and we know that this has nothing to do with Brittany Griner, and this is all about Russia. Uh, and their relationship use, with the U.S. Right. right, trying to trying to leverage the situation. So it's literally, I believe, going to come down to a, a high-profile um prisoner swap because also you have Wayland uh Wayland over there also now the thing about that is is when from from reading up everything that I read up about it most people don't get this kind of sentence so we know that that's what it is even her her attorneys stated that that wasn't what they were expecting um right. now I I do know that uh President Biden stated that they are still uh trying to have conversations with Russia um he stated that um their last offer was not even they didn't even get a response and they've been constantly trying to reach out to them trying to make a deal trying to get uh Brittany home as soon as possible now her attorneys did say that they're planning to use all available legal tools 
um, because it's unprecedented of, about what's happened. Um, I believe it's actually over 250 days now uh, that Brittany has uh, been detained um, since being arrested in, in February. So we definitely need to bring her home, uh, praying for her safety, praying for her well-being, because like you said, you know, these, they're, they're saying that she's going to be moved to um, the penal colony, but that it also could take months. So prayerfully within that time period before she's moved to the penal colony, we'll be able to get her home um, as soon as possible. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm just, prayers to Brittany Griner. I can't imagine what she's going through mentally. Yeah. Um, A, being in a foreign country, dealing with the, the law of the foreign land and just not seeing your family in months, not seeing uh, her wife in months, not seeing anyone. Um, so just prayers that she stays strong in there until she's back home in the U.S. Definitely, definitely. We're definitely praying for her and her family. Uh, getting into the main ingredients. I, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Me and Shakira had this conversation before the show because I did not want to discuss this man anymore. I just kind of feel like at this point it's redundant. But he's literally the biggest news story. Um, that's out and it continues to be a weird weird free fall for him so Kanye West is literally having the worst week possible you would think of um he recently stated that he lost over two billion dollars in a single day that's uh because he lost several partnerships these partnerships included um Balenciaga uh Gap uh which Gap actually pulled all of his products um and are putting them literally in the discount sections um his deal with adidas adidas literally ended his partnership and then uh pulled all of his shoes from stores to not be to not be sold so the only way now that you can get some yeezys is from like the the resellers and we already know what the resellers are going to charge oh they're marking um, that all the way up yeah, it's yeah. value so this now is, this is all stemming from his comments of, you know, his anti-Semitic statements that he's made concerning uh, Jewish culture, um, his White Lives Matter t-shirt fiasco in Paris, and just numerous and numerous comments, including his Drink Champs interview. Shakira, I got to ask, where does Kanye, where do you feel like Kanye goes from here? And is there a point in time where you feel like Black culture will forgive him? for what's happening oh they're gonna forgive him first of all i also feel like um all these companies not all of them wanted to get rid of them um but they had to make that decision from their upper ups let's just be real um do i agree with some of the stuff that he said about the control of the music industry yes i do um but when he made that statement, he definitely knew that, um, and when he made a lot of the statements thereafter, he knew he was going to get canceled. So part, so part of me felt like he kind of wanted that to happen. Um, mm. He, we know, of course, mentally, he's in a space he really does need mental help. Um, but I also feel like people still gonna buy his stuff. And, he, and if he, 
does go ahead and start to find a third party to sell like he can first of all he got enough money to build his own his own stores mm-hmm. um and i do believe people they may we talk a lot we talk a lot on social media but the reality is there are people that will be clicking to purchase online to have his stuff in their homes so i think this is gonna die out i'm not gonna lie i know how it goes like right now he's the hot topic and yeah it's easy to talk about all the stuff that he said and and i do agree you know he should be apologizing for the um george floyd um comments and the things that he said because it was incorrect um but i also feel like People are consumers and it will die out and they will be buying his stuff again. Um, you can, you could believe otherwise, but this ain't, he got enough money to do a shell company that nobody knows is him and they can change the name and make it something else. And they're not, not even going to be knowing that they're buying Yeezy stuff. So there's so many shell companies I agree. out there. I agree that you're right. I don't think that this is going to last long with the black community. Like, oh, community. he's going to go bankrupt? I, is he going to go bankrupt? No, no, But here's the, here's the thing, right? Because I see a lot of people getting upset and they're like, oh, people didn't care until he made these comments about the Jewish community. This is why. Because when the Jewish community heard it, they, they shut, shut it down, down immediately. They shut it down. Black folks... We don't we don't fucking do that, and that's un, that's unfortunate. Like the thing is, we the should thing have shut is, him down a while ago, and I've it seen, wouldn't have gotten to this point. I've seen these hoteps out here talking about, oh, he did it on purpose. Oh, it's the new world order. Oh, this and that. No, it's not, yo. Like he's spiraling out of control. Like somebody needs to get that brother help. The thing about Kanye is, you can never take away the genius of what Kanye is. However, you have to hold him accountable. Nobody's held him accountable for shit. They but he never doesn't, do. Because he every doesn't. time he does something, he gets it gets worse and worse and worse. He says more yeah, and more the, things. But even the, in the drink champs, but even in the drink champs video, he was gloating that like Adidas can't get rid of me. He felt above everything. Right. But he wanted, but prior to that, he really did want that contract to end anyway. He wanted, but he didn't want it to end like that. No, he, I don't, I, I agree. He didn't want it to end like that. Not abruptly and not him losing, losing 2 billion in a day. Can we talk about how, how what type of impact that is? Some um, ugly ass sneakers. Right, ugly right. Shit. looking like aliens. Y'all stupid anyway for walking around with those on your I fingers. don't, but my, my thing is with, my thing is with Kanye, it's not about bashing the brother. It's not about beating him up and this and that and the other but it is about holding him accountable and the black community don't hold him accountable for nothing we don't hold nobody accountable for nothing only time we hold people accountable for stuff is when we got us in power and it's like oh we're not doing enough but the thing about it is we don't want it we don't ever want to do the work to try to get everything fixed fully there's now i, I ain't gonna say everybody but there's always a a, a large group of individuals who are always on the other side of fixing the problem who never want to fix it, never want to be held accountable for that shit. Right. So it's like, he, he's already back on Twitter. We don't, yeah, we don't have, well, of course he's on Twitter. Elon Musk is his BFF. But the reality well, he is- to say he didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, no, I doubt that. Um, we know how that goes. Even if he didn't, 
he he knew it was happening but it's like okay if you're gonna do it go ahead and do it you know what i mean like he couldn't control it but he knew it was gonna happen but i also think you know with when it comes to black people we we don't like to really operate in unity you like at all when it comes to like backing so it isn't about bashing ye because ye has had a lot of people around him that could have said some things that the average person such as you and myself couldn't say and it would affect him um and and even then he still does what he wants he's his own man he don't feel like nobody controls him and it's not about really control but it's also about a sound voice and if you don't have a sound voice around you like Mm -hmm. even if it's one person there's always you should always have at least one person in your life that is a sound voice they're not speaking from one side or the other they're speaking from truth they're speaking from reality and they're talking out of love and a lot of time when you have people talking to you and it's not out of love, um, you sense that, you know it. So it's coming from another place. So it's like, I don't want to hear you. I don't, what you're saying don't even matter. You know what I mean? So I think it's all about the approach, but we give people, we put people on these platforms and and, and rise them to the top of success and, and not realize like he was already cocky when he had nothing and he was broke. You give a man billions and billions of dollars. I don't know what y'all was expecting that was going to outcome from him. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you did y'all, nobody taking into consideration that like you gave this man so much power and so much invincibility as what he thinks he is right now that he does feel untouchable and he does feel like he can say what he want and he can say what he want with repercussions as we see happening right now but he already has so much money. When a man says he has so much money, he's spending money ridiculously that if he meet a girl and he like her, he might buy her a house. That's just, just, you got too much money. You just buy it and you ain't even- But that, money, but that money ain't doing nothing because Pete Davidson apparently got a, a, a 10 inch dingling and was doing his wife that the Charlemagne right. story is hilarious to me. I don't so the his, I mean his money is only getting him so far, clearly. It's only life. getting him so far, but at the same time, you know, just like in this world, we got good and we got evil. Everybody's a partner to one or the other, you know. I and, think I'm and, on both sides. I think I think I'm on both I, sides. I'm definitely not on both sides, but I say that to say lo- he will love, always have a following. He will have a following. I love the Lord, but I be with the shits. So you, you do, know. but no starting that today. Well, um, so I so I I, <laughs> I say all that to say, you know, Kanye. I'm a proud. I'm a proud you. God bless you. Like God bless you. Like at the end of the I day, ain't all that. I don't I wish nothing. Still said slavery was a choice, so I'm not. No, he I'm not it, all, right, but. and he 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 made some extreme incorrect comments and statements, and he's done some things and wore some outfits that was not not cool, not uh not correct, not politically, not re- like whatever. And so we know that mentally he has some stuff going on. But behind every genius, there is some truth 
to some stuff that you say as well. It's just that not everybody can handle that. And, and that's where he has no filter where you can't say everything you want to say just because you want to say it. Because if that's the case, everybody be walking around here saying what they want to say. But the shit he be saying don't be right. It'd be ridiculous. It'd be outlandish shit because he wants attention. It's not like, like I could see if it was like Kanye, like uh, George Bush on like black people Kanye or even my my beautiful twisted dark fantasy Kanye. But he got to a point where he just got so outlandish. Kanye was just like, I'm going to say any fucking thing on my mind and they going to eat it up. And the fact is that people do it. He right. goes. He went out of pocket. He made this slavery, this slavery uh, comment, and these motherfuckers were still going to Sunday, uh, Sunday service, and doing all that other bullshit, bro. Like, yo, y'all don't want to fucking fix it. Y'all just literally just want to be entertained and just fuck everything else, fucking morals. And we're all guilty of it. Like, I ain't guilty. Of, I, I'm not guilty of the Kanye thing. I'm guilty of, I'm sure, of, of other things in my life that I've done where it's just like, bro, you're working against yourself. But with the Kanye thing. I've always stood tall on the fact that I just believe that at some point big homie got so out of control that there was no going back because every time he say some shit, we're like, Oh, he's a creative genius. We have to let him be a free thinker. And but no motherfucker, there's certain things that you can and cannot do. There's certain things you can and cannot say. And somebody probably should have whooped his ass for it by now. But that's, but again, he picked, he, yo, he, he picked the he don't have to live in the society everybody he else picks, lives he in. Picks and chooses. So he can he can be whatever he wants to be. That's the freedom. Tell, tell, Kanye, tell Kanye to go to South Philly talking that slavery was a choice bullshit. And we're gonna be talking about how that brother talking about that brother in the past tense. Tell that so, man to go to Detroit and talk about black people in that tense. Tell Kanye to go to the hood with this bullshit he's talking about and get up out of Calabasas and let's see what happens. I, I'm just I'm firm on that. Like Yo, Kanye is one of the greatest musical minds of our times. I will never take that away from him. But at some point, at some point, he lost his way and people did not hold him accountable. I've been right. there. I've, right. I, I, right. Have I myself out of control completely to where I was doing stuff that I'm not even legally going to say because I'm sure there's still a statute of limitations and stuff and I ain't trying to go to jail. I have done some stuff and there have been people in my life that said, listen, Cut it the fuck out. My right. brother has literally dragged me out of rooms before. Shout out to Ryan. My brother's really literally dragged me out of rooms before. Like, yo, you're fucking bugging. Well, like my best friend India, she's fucking literally put dents in my car because <laughs> I was out of control and I wasn't listening. Somebody has to be there for him and has to say, right. but those, are, money. those have to be people that you actually trust. And the reality is he is in the in an industry that it is really difficult to trust anybody. You got that much money, it is really difficult to trust somebody. And so I say that to say, the person that he did trust is no longer on this earth. So everybody else, nobody matters to him right now. So he is spiraling to a degree and there's nobody to stop him because he lives in a world where it is difficult to trust anybody to believe what they're saying, that they have no motive behind it. Your people, your brother, your best friend, you know their motives is always to make sure to look out for you. When you feel like you're walking around the world and you don't have nobody to have a motive really to look out for you, you really, you in their own world. But he had those people. He had those people. He had those people. He pushed those people away. Again, 
it could have been a reason behind that. We don't know the whole story. We don't know the whole story. And I feel like until we know the whole story, I can't, I can't say why this man is acting the way he is, but I will say, I hope he gets the proper help mentally. Um, because there's some truth in, in between some stuff that he did share on that show. It really is. Um, it really goes down like that. But at the same time, um, to, to, to spew out hate, there's nothing, and I am a Christian, there is nothing Christian-like to be talking about how you hate a group, how you hate a, how people, you know, there, there's no, there's no justification for that. So wherever he's getting that thought from needs to go. Cause that's, there's nothing, nothing like that. But anyway, we're off of Kanye. Kanye is going to be Kanye. And it's not the last time we're going to be talking about him. Cause there's going to be something else happening in the news real soon with him. Um, um, he getting kicked out of stores, escorted. It's all types of stuff that's going on. So I don't know. Big dog I, got pushed out. Big dog got pushed out by sketches. Come on, yo. That's wild. I know. I just, you know, why I still feel concerned because this is also something where people feel like everybody's against me, you know, and now I'm going to go ahead and commit suicide or something of that nature. So that's why I say I still have some compassion for Kanye because at the end of the day, like he's straight up alone right now. And, mm -hmm. um, and um, he's alone. He's, he's alone. alone. So he's, he's still got he's still got yes men around. And he got Candace around. Let's 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 move on. Um, moving from her. moving from one person to the next. When we talk about people out of control, um, I'm sure everyone caught Irv Gotti's comments about Ashanti on Drink Champs. Of course, I don't man, Nori. Come on, Nori, get it together, brother. Um, Irv got his comments about like Ashanti on Drink Champs and also uh, the BET Mur uh, Murder Inc. documentary. Well, Ashanti came back recently and did an interview with Angie Martinez that was, for lack of a better word, <laughs> detailed. Yo, Ashanti is literally with the shit. You know what? Women, Black women in particular... Y'all have a really funny but fucked up way of sunning the hell out of us in the nicest way on a consistent basis. And wow. for me, this interview was exactly that because she made Irv Gotti look like a complete sucker. I want to get your thoughts on this before I say anything. So what were your initial thoughts <laughs> on, this, on this interview? I thought it was great. Um, I... I really believe that um, I thought it showed a lot of her maturity over the years. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it showed her strength and I'm glad she wasn't afraid to just to pretty much say like, don't believe nothing this dude's saying. Cause at the end of the day, he was just pretty much, he was obsessed with her. He was obsessed with her. Um, and, and kind of like, and he was abusive to her and controlling and she was really young and he took full advantage and, um, she's healed from that because she could still be distraught. So I was happy to see that she's healed. You know, she went the proper steps and, and, and healed, um, just his interference with her relationship with Nellie. 
interference with her career mm-hmm. um and bad mouthing her like you know telling her she ain't gonna be nothing she nobody like nobody wants her and it's like you got to pick yourself back up because now you're thinking so why this dude pick me to be a part of this then you know what right. i mean was it just my looks or he already he always had the intention of just wanting her and hoped even though he was married and had other girlfriends because she definitely spilled the tea on that like he had a lot of girlfriends he, i would hold his phone he had an extra well, phone for the host i think what was funny about the interview like so like the first thing she said was when they asked, when angie asked her about the murder in document you know she said it's very unfortunate how he handled documentary it's a little sad to see a grown man conduct himself in that manner i feel like the murder ink legacy is so much bigger and the way he handled it tarnished and cheapens the brand cheapened the brand that's so selfish and degrading so she she said that she accepted a long time ago that that's literally who he was and some of the things that she mentioned like you know she talked about their relationship when she said when Andy Martinez was like, were you in love with him? And she was just like, no. She no. was just like, oh, it was a relationship. He had a lot of girlfriends. With, I think she was trying to clear up because she said that when, I guess, he and her were connected together, that he was separated. And I guess they, I don't know if they had been separated for a while. I don't know the history between him and his wife. But like you said, she was like, yo, he had a lot of girlfriends. And that was something that everyone had known. But hearing like him say statements to her like, I made you fuckable or you yes. ain't gonna be nothing without me. Or Nobody like, wanted you until I had you. Like telling like people in Murder Inc. Like if they if they mess with Ashanti, like they're dead to him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a lot of like manipulating shit to be carried around. It's like, damn, Irv, like, bro, you probably should have kept your mouth shut <laughs> and just not said anything because this made him look even worse, right. like, coming out of this. Like, you know, and, and to know that, like, she was only 21 at the time is crazy, but she made some really great points. Like, you you on national TV talking about you love somebody, but yeah, you talking about, oh, she got a fat ass and look at her in these sweatpants. Yeah, and, and like, embarrassed her during one of the BET Awards, and it's like, and then he said she called he called her and was like, oh, I'll never, you know, talk about you again or whatever. And then you're going to go on Drink Champs years later, because she said this this was like years ago. Call, on, you know, and now you're on Drink Champs still talking about her. But I'm like, clearly he was uh, um, crazy obsessive, like that complete controlling obsessive guy that he felt like he made her. And the reality is she made, God made her and she made her talent grow. People like her, they didn't have nothing to do with him making her. And although she did acknowledge like, yes, he put me on. I'm grateful. I love Murder, Inc. as a unit. The other brothers, I love them. That's when she said, oh, do you love me? She's like, I love this person. I love that person. But I'm not going to say I love him. um and so it just reminded me of just like being in an abusive relationship because you can be in an abusive relationship and not be physically harmed you can be mentally harmed and that was an abusive relationship especially at 21 and he was like 30 then yeah she said she felt um really really i think he was actually older than 30 
But she said she felt really uncomfortable. She said because once she started to have second thoughts about the situation, she was scared that, yo, that was going to mean her career. And if you honestly look at it, and at the end of the day, that's ultimately what it ended up meaning was like yeah. her career was affected because I think she even had to like go back and try to like re-record her albums um, because he wouldn't, he wouldn't give she her. Had, yeah, no, she did re-record. Yeah, because that's the only way she was able to to re to put out another uh, uh, remake of that album. So she mm. had to do it all over again, um, and that's just crazy. So, like, before we move on, was there anything about the interview that like surprised you the most or caught you off guard? Um besides the fact that him saying he made her like I knew that they had a decent relationship I I always thought there was something there but I think um I didn't realize that he was that controlling in Mm. that relationship now he is crazy um but I never thought that he was that controlling um that was the biggest thing is the fact of how he treated her you know um because I didn't, I mean, I wasn't in the know to know that that's how bad it was, but it got that bad where she had to walk away when she yeah. could. And, um, so that was, that was, that was the biggest moment I would say. Um, and I also think that, I mean, just seeing her growth, you know, like man, Ashanti is the same age. So, um, just seeing her growth of, you know, anybody knows if you have been in a bad relationship, no matter whether it was a person you was dating or family member or uh, uh, whatever, a coworker, a boss, um, when you're being mentally abused um, and you're young, you know, um, you don't really know how to handle that. You don't even know how to process it. And, and, and the good part and what Angie and her said, and I can relate to this is, I grew up around a lot of dudes. I hung with dudes. Most of my friends were guys. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, teenage, early 20s, it was dudes. Like I I mean, I had like two, you know, two best friends, but for the, we all hung out with guys for the most part. And we weren't dating any of them, but we hung out with them. And so we our conversations was always wild um, with them being like, you know us calling each other names and and what she said like where she like bleep 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 you you fat whatever we talk I can relate to that especially being from Jersey and dealing with hood hood niggas and they were my friends but they were scums they were scums they were they were hoes um but they learned a lot from us as women and we learned a lot from them as guys and sometimes it gets to a point where you get older and you like if you still run into those friends you like don't talk to me like that you know I had a situation like that where it was like a childhood friend and he I felt like he came out of pocket on my Facebook page one year and I was like I will block you and although we were close it was like you think you could still talk to me like you used to talk to me when we was you know 20 or 24 and that's mm. not the case now. Like, you can't talk to me like that. Like, I'm I'm grown, you know? And not only just I'm grown, but the level of respect is like, at this point, you should have, have matured because you shouldn't feel comfortable talking to me like I used to let you talk to me. Yeah. So yeah. Um, 
I think that's a big thing. And I know if people from New York, like you just, oh, that's my nigga, we cool, whatever, whatever. But it's like they are nice boundaries. It's bad because I, I got I got I got homegirls like you know what I'm saying you grow and there's certain things like that we might have said to each other when we was 24 that you know we definitely weren't saying at 34 even today. So it's just one of the things about growth, but that's also speaks to people of outgrowing individuals and understanding when you gotta let folks go. So yeah, and that's just the bottom line. And when I remember when I blocked him, I was like, I'm done. And then mm. it was like a few years later, I seen him. And, um, and, and he was like, yo, you really blocked me on social media. And I was like, cause I, I wasn't tolerating that you're going to be cursing at me on a social media post when I felt like you should respect me at this point, you know? And yeah. so you should just know not to come at me like that. Cause I'm not that same person that I would talk to you reckless. You know, there was a time where I would talk to people real reckless and mm. that's not me today. I don't talk to people reckless or say whatever comes to my mind. So I expect if you're not maturing or we're not growing, then I don't need you in my life. I'm out of pocket, but I've grown. I don't, I don't say outlandish stuff, but I'm still, I'm still out of pocket. Oh yeah. You still out of pocket. I still, I still let you know, like it is what it is, but it's never disrespectful. But it's not this. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, 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 I appreciate bluntness. Um, and just keeping it real, but I don't, that whole, like, just crossing <laughs> the line, it's yeah. a whole nother, like, what up, B? And I'm like, mm, oh, uh, we never did that, though, so I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know nothing about that, I don't, yeah, I don't even like, joke with my homegirls about, like, like, even when I'm talking to my homegirls about another woman, I don't be like, yo, this bitch. I don't know. I don't, I don't say that like that. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I dealt with raw dudes that they would be like, da, da, da. and I'm like, well, that's yeah, because you, have people's out of pocket. you know, it's called dirty jurors for a reason. Um, but yeah, y'all wilding, y'all wilding, y'all be trying to sell our style. Um, but Ashanti uh just dropped a new yo, yo, y'all, y'all be trying to sell <laughs> y'all our style. country. We definitely ain't trying to sell your We're style. not. We're not country. We're we north, always we're north thought, and south Philly. We always we're thought north and Philly south. people up, were country. This, we always right. thought people. This, it's from not Philly possible for us to be country when we when we hard and y'all still our style on a consistent basis. We can have a whole show about this. All y'all do in Jersey is still our style, borrow nah. our sports team, and then nah. try to say y'all ain't borrowing. Like, come on, yo. No, nah. you know maybe, that's, maybe, that's maybe that's maybe that's South Jersey. South Jersey. And now all of a sudden. Nah, that ain't that ain't. Y'all want that? Like y'all be wilding, bro. Y'all 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 corny. Y'all stand on that. I want I want smoke from anybody from Jersey. Just let them know that. <laughs> um, Shanti's new single "Falling for You" is out also. So make sure you check that out. Now, yeah, support her. We finally got another song from the Queen that is Rihanna. I don't know if you got a chance to hear it. Yeah, I heard, uh, I heard a little with bit. the Black Panther. See, I already don't like your attitude the way that you're talking about it. I like Black Panther. I'm happy this is this is happening. The Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack uh, recently dropped its first track uh, with the premiere that actually just happened this Thursday. Right. Um, and Rihanna is officially back. So the first thing on the song is 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 by is uh by Rihanna. It's a song called "Lift Me Up." The song was actually written by uh, Rihanna. Ryan Coogler, Ludwig Gorenson, and Tim's. You don't need no other body. Yo, Tim's is yes. fine. Tim's is fine. You know, yeah. Hey, Tim's. How you doing, boo? Anyway, 
the song is an amazing song. It's uh, it, it's a song that was actually written in tribute uh, to the late uh, Black Panther star Chadwick Boseman, who actually was taken away from us in August 2020 at the age of 43. Um, the song is also going to be released on her Westbury Road label in partnership with Rock Nation Def Jam recording. Um, it dropped this Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I listened to the song. I got emotional as fuck. Oh my gosh. I had to listen to it two to three times because as I said, like September, October, November, and December are really, really difficult times for me because I've lost some of the most important people in my life Mm -hmm. during that time. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to the song and you hear the tribute, like Tim said, after speaking with Ryan and hearing his direction for the film and the song, I wanted to write something that portrays a warm embrace from all the people that I've lost in my life. I tried to imagine what it would feel like if I could sing to them now and express how much I miss them. Rihanna has been an inspiration to me, so hearing her convey this song is a great honor. A lot of people were literally thinking she would come back singing Pond to Replay. That's not what the fucking uh, soundtrack is about. No, like You guys no. are stupid if you think that. I thought the song was amazing. Um, I loved her voice on the song. I love what the song represented. But I want to get your thoughts. And I already feel like I already feel like you're gonna be on some hate and shit. So I'm preparing myself. No, uh, I actually really like the song. Um, I listened ooh. to it earlier. Um, I like Rihanna though. I like Rihanna. And and first of um, all, I never expect soundtracks music to be an image of that actual artist. Right. Like, I mean, I guess I'm coming from an old school soundtrack perspective of all the really good soundtracks on Black movies. Set it off and wait until exhale. Set it off, wait until exhale. Those were all. I mean, some of my favorite songs are on those on those. Um, What's it gonna be? Cause I can't pretend. Yo, oh, no, we don't. Need I'm not even. I'm not even a big emotional person. But that Joe used to come on. It, you would see it was it, it, it will get you sad it will get you like oh geez okay so i feel like um this is a great refresh for mm-hmm. rihanna and then we gotta not expect the same rihanna because she's a mom now she's been in this relationship she's been in multiple relationships since she took her her music hiatus um so this gonna be some real music coming now um, this gonna be that mature. This gonna this is gonna be that shift in Rihanna where she go from what everybody know her as to a little more like when Beyonce when that happened with Beyonce there was a shift when she got you know got with Jay was in a uh, a really good relationship or bad relationship when some stuff got shifty you're gonna start to hear some of that so I'm I'm looking forward to her album but I'm also looking to, forward to just um this full soundtrack and congrats rihanna i'm i can't wait to see her baby they haven't shown her the baby yet definitely yes she's been teasing music for a while now um she just got announced for the uh, recently most recently for the super bowl uh so she's gonna be performing live that's gonna be february 12th of 2023 and i'm also hearing that she's planning on touring in 2023 also so folks are gonna get um new music from rihanna uh beyonce tour you know what I'm saying? So I know you're gonna have a busy year because I know you're going to the Beyonce tour. I'm not even gonna I'm not even if, gonna some, if somebody's paying for my ticket, but I will not be purchasing the ticket. 
but I will, if someone is paying for my ticket, I've never been to a Beyonce concert. So, but I do have, like I said, I got people that be like, they don't miss a Beyonce concert. So if you want me to go, give me a ticket, I'll go. Um, But it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm literally preparing myself emotionally for Wakanda forever. I know a friend who went to to the premiere. They said it was good. I heard it was phenomenal. Like phenomenal. When I tell you this six foot four behemoth is one of the toughest people I know, Big Dog said he cried. I'm not that emotional, so I'm not going to cry. He wouldn't tell me why, but fam said he cried. Wow. And I, I've heard a lot of reviews say in this movie that you're gonna cry. I ain't, I ain't even prepared for it. I'm already kind of, I'm already kind of mad. You know what I'm saying, but you know, we got our tickets. We're actually gonna go uh, Thursday, so we're looking forward to it. You know, what I'm saying, gonna be dressed in white. I got my fit ready. You know, what I'm saying, we're kind of forever. You know, what I'm saying, I'm there. You know what I mean? So let's let's make it happen. You don't, see, you don't seem like you be excited about nothing. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you. I'm, I'm happy that Wakanda's coming out, and I am gonna go see it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be emotional about it. But I as will, a, as a creative and as a person who loved to see the representation of the first Black Panther film, seeing the kids out there as somebody who's like literally working on a screenplay right now. I invest in this type of stuff because it inspires me, like. I don't get emotional by anything. I I'm keeping it, keeping it a buck. I've only cried in two movies, and I ain't gonna take the other one. But the first one was for I Black. cried in the mo- notebook because you're a cornball. Because why are you crying? Because it was because I because I'm a sucker for really sappy. So um, you cried in the notebook, but you ain't gonna cry over Wakanda and T'Challa passing. And no, everything. I'm gonna be inspired. But you cried on the notebook. I didn't cry. I got just, sad. Just, just just say you voted for George Bush. <laughs> just say you voted for George Bush. Whatever. Just, just Whatever. I cried when Forrest was at uh when Forrest Gump, when Forrest was at Jenny's um tombstone and he was talking to her and he was disappointed, he was sad and all that. And I was like, that stupid bitch. How dare she? <laughs> oh my god. Jenny went out and see him. And I don't was, never talk about a bitch. I don't ever say nothing about no bitch. Jenny was a bitch, dog. You know what I'm saying? Jenny went out. Jenny knew Force loved her. Treated this man like garbage on a consistent basis. You know what I'm saying? She was out here in the 60s and 70s. You know what I'm saying? She was out here she uh, was, fucking. She was, she was out here fucking the Doobie Brothers. She was out here doing all kinds of stuff she was doing. You know what I'm saying? Shorty got the cough cough that package. I don't, I don't know, know if it was cancer. How we got here. I don't know if it was cancer. A, I don't know. But she did this man for us so dirty and all for us one dude was love her. You know what I'm saying? And when he is at that tombstone and he is professor, he's, that, loved, that, he's talking about his kids. Back to Wakanda. I don't know how far it's jumped in here, but we definitely is talking about Wakanda. Fuck you, Jenny. How <laughs> 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 Will goes, he goes hard. So yeah, he already told you as a screenwriter, screenplay writer, you know, he clearly is emotionally <laughs> invested in some projects. So, you know, the fact that, you know, Forrest Gump came out like in 1990. Shit. Eight, I don't know. No, it came out in 94. Don't be trying to push okay. your age up. 
I'll push it back. 1994, and here we are in 2022, and somehow this is still bringing up some emotion. Listen, if you're watching this, for please, you. if you're watching this, please go back and watch Forrest Gump when he's sitting in her, sitting in her tombstone. I, I've watched time. Forrest Gump a thousand times. Then he gave that man some cheeks and then disappeared for 10 years and then showed People up. Do like, it. Hey, I got a baby. I need some child support. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to. All right. Well, oh, man. Move on to the season of spices, bro. Oh, gosh. Let's it, give y'all some seasons and spices. Penny was a whole ho. Um, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Will Smith had a private screen. And speaking of movies coming out, a private screening for the Emancipation movie. Um, there was a lot of celebrities that attended. There was Dave Chappelle, which a lot of people are like, you know, feel like they wasn't they were shocked to see Dave Chappelle there but Dave Chappelle was there um Rihanna and ASAP Rocky um uh who else was there there was a few people Kenya Barris um uh Tyler Perry so a lot of people came and supported him which I love that they came out to support him mm-hmm. um I think that that that's a big a big thing, especially these, especially who showed up, like Kenya Barris, Tyler Perry, doing black things. They wanted to come and support, and so um, although he's not invited to the Oscars, <laughs> um, they do see this as being an Oscar-worthy film. But when do they not see slavery movies as Oscar-worthy? They don't try to acknowledge it. But even when they talk to, um, I believe, Vanity Fair, either Vanity Fair or Deadline, talk to some of the Oscar voters anonymously, and they were like, no matter how good the movie is, they won't go for it because Will Smith is in it. So it's time for them people to move the fuck on. I'm it's time for them you. to move the fuck out. Like, to, to be quite honest, I'm a person who, and I'll be fully uh, transparent here, I have a vision board on my vision board. If people don't know, um, well, of course people know, but if people know one of the things when I came up, um, I aspired to be a writer. It's something that I've always wanted to do, but I hate the process of writing. But then people, when people constantly telling you, oh, you're good at, you're good at, you should try to do it. And it's been an experience working on um, the screenplay with some of my friends of mine, but I have an Emmy and an Oscar on there because you want to win the Emmy and the Oscar. And it's been on there for like as long as I can remember. But if I'm being honest about it, Emmys and Oscars are not as important to me as they once were because as I got older and I started understanding the behind the scenes part of films and Black people, I understand that basing my success on something like that is impossible because the people who vote on these things are so far fucking out of touch in their gatekeepers that it's not worth it. Like it's it's literally like it's literally like baking a really good pie and then going to like Oscar the Grouch and being like, taste this. And his opinion means the most. Right. It just doesn't mean as much anymore. I'm excited to see Will Smith come out of this. Um I you know I you know we've talked about the slap that people talk about with Chris Rock and I've already stated where I stand. I don't condone it, but I understand it. But I also don't think that the backlash that he received 
was fair and banning him when you consider like there's fucking film from like 1960s, 1970s where fucking, I don't know if it's Clint Eastwood or uh, John Wayne or one of the motherfuckers are trying to attack the, the Native American woman like on stage. like and, and this shit is just out here living. But right. it's like, yo, you want to do this shit on a consistent basis. What right. I did think was Chappelle being there. I mean, I guess it's dope, but at the same token, from reading some of the stuff that I've read, he's been on tour with Chris Rock shitting on Will Smith at the same time, so maybe Will should have slapped the shit out of him too. Um, <laughs> so I, I have I have a bunch of thoughts about this. Overall, you know what I'm saying? Will's a Philly dude, so I'm always going to support my Philly brethren. Um, I'm happy he's back. Uh, of course, I'm going to see Emancipation to support. I mean, I don't kind of tired of slave movies not because i don't want to acknowledge but because i'm like man this trauma is crazy but there's so many stories that have to be told so you have to be understanding of that um so i just hope that you know coming out of this will is able to be successful i'm definitely looking forward to that new bad boys movie because i hear they're gonna start filming that soon i'm always gonna be a fan of will smith i don't give a fuck what you're talking i don't know though like so the last bad boys i don't know the last bad boys i last bad boys was good last bad boys was okay the last Uh, bad boys was good it told a real you know what you don't like beyonce so why am I even trying to stop saying I don't like Beyonce? That's not true. It's the truth. It's the truth. That is For not what, 20, true. 28 episodes in, you don't like Beyonce, dog. We've already according to you. I have never said that I don't like Beyonce. That has never come out of my mouth like on this you show. On a consistent That's- basis, you be out here voting for George Bush and listening to Taylor Swift. And I made myself okay with that. I like you know Taylor Swift's new song. Oh, so the truth comes out. So you do. I do like, like Taylor Swift's new Because you don't song. season your food. You don't season your food. And you. Uh, well, don't you go lying to people. I don't season. Now I'm white. I don't season I don't my season food. food. Wow. I, I know some white people who season their food. But clearly you don't. Because you got George W. Bush views. And you hate on Beyonce. So That is not true. Ignore him. That is not true. I do not agree with the views of George W. Bush, and I do not uh, dislike Beyonce. You admitted to work in the post for George W. Bush in like 2000. I said Clinton. I said Clinton. Whatever. Somebody somebody run the tape back. We we need a producer who can run the tape back when you get out here. (laughs) You know you don't like Beyonce. You said that in like every other episode. I have never said that. All I've said was she's an entertainer. That's what I said. Beyonce might be the greatest entertainer of our generation. That's your statement. Moving oh, on. So, so please. So who's the greatest entertainer of our generation? Because when I say our generation, I, I can't say Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is the greatest, greatest entertainer of my parents' I, no, generation. I, I, so I, think, generation. I think I would choose Beyonce because she is an entertainer. So then why are you I don't because I don't class of, because I said that she is, is, it, is, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it what Mike Shakira? Because you can't make up your mind. Moving on. 
moving on. Let's let's add a little bit more seasons and seasoning and spicing to to what you be talking about because you be on that bullshit. And I'm not. That's not. You do. That's not true. She's entertainer. I agree with that. Am I gonna say she's the world's greatest entertainer? No. Of our generation, you just of this it. of this generation. It's not that. How many other people do you have to choose from? though? let's say that. Yeah, there's a number of people you can choose. You can choose Chris Brown. Oh. You can choose Rihanna. There's a lot of people. You know, Beyonce is higher than them, though. You can choose whoever you want to choose. So why don't you give her her flowers and quit hating, bro? Like, I'm not hating. What is your problem, dog? I do not hate. First of all, I couldn't hate on Beyonce. Same age. Correct. So how could I hate? How can I hate? Her life is all the way up there. And my life is all the way down here. I can't she hate. Peer? No, she, she she's she's not my peer because she's on another level. She's I'm not peer. there. She is, your, she is your peer in black womanhood. And you be out here admitting that you like Taylor Swift better than Beyonce. Like, come on, yo. I didn't say that's that. Cool. This dude that. likes to put stuff in, in my mouth, but that's not what I said. Anyway, moving Pause. on. Pause. Um <laughs> right. no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't take that to another level. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was supposed to say pause after that. <laughs> like, <wait a> <laughs> no, because I've already got in trouble with 494 because now they're claiming I like feet, and that's not the case either. So I got to clear up everything. There's a lot of feet now. men out there. You could be a feet man. You could be. Shakira, I'm you way look too, like I'm you way might too, be a feet man. Shakira, I'm way too fat to be getting down on my knees to play with No, she could sit on the couch and you do that little rubby rub. Nah, I'm okay. That rubbing her feet is different than being and then having a foot fetish. Let's let's not let's not. Oh, that's true. But okay. there's a lot of men that have foot fetishes. Uh, and I'm sure you know them from your times of uh, working in post for Georgia. No, I don't um, know them because I hate Babyface recently dropped his new album uh girls night which features the best women of r&b have you had a chance to listen to it i've heard a few songs from it i really i love the mix of just who he is it's just like baby face in 2022 like he sounds the same he sounds good and i love the features of some of the people we have on there um I want to say it's not like my best baby face album, mm-hmm. but I definitely, you know, I definitely think it's a really, it's a, it's a good mix of, of, of generations of music. Like, I think that you can listen to this, you know, um, in this generation. So I'm happy for baby face. I like to see him come back like this. Like, I think that versus kicked this off. I think if he never did versus, he wouldn't, have seen how much he still needed today. Yeah, I mean, he he got some drinks on there because they've been dropping singles for a while now. I love, um, and I'm a fan of hers already, his drink with Ari Lennox. He got a song on there called Liquor uh, with Ari Lennox. He got a song with Kalani, um, who's also on there, uh, Tiana Major, uh, Baby Tate, Tink, um, Seven Streeter, Coco Jones. So he's got some great people on the album. Baby Safe, as far as I'm concerned, Baby Safe might be the greatest songwriter oh. um, of our generation probably of other generations of also. other generations he's wrote a lot of hits Maybe, like yeah, even yeah. 80s music yeah his his catalog i mean 
is stupid. So I'm hoping he goes on tour. He's somebody I would love to see in concert. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter. You don't even use Twitter, I don't think. So you no, don't... but I did look it up. I've seen uh, some screenshots and stuff of white people being white. That's all you got on that. <laughs> you gonna get us canceled, bro? Uh, yeah. No, I'm. I know. Okay, okay. Let me go back. I don't say that in a generalized statement, but I do say that in. Um, no, I don't have nothing to say. It is what it is. Yeah, I I agree with that statement. Um, I just think that um, I've seen recently some of the hateful things that have been posted on Twitter against black people. Yeah. Um, this, this white, this, this white privilege. So when I say that, I mean the white people that believe in white privilege, um, um, being white, that's, that's, uh, that's what that is. Um, I, I, it's mind boggling to think that we still deal with racism in 2022. Yeah. We we are a color. <laughs> like in the most simplistic way, it is a color. You don't like our culture, but our culture has come from being here in America where we were forced to come. Our culture is the is the American culture. Let's let's just be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. We 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 don't have anything else to trace back to. So this is, we are who we are. And we are the one of the, the, the most creative individuals on earth. We are the biggest trendsetters. We are the, the biggest consumers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we, we know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. We also know what to do when we get money. Um, we're some of the smartest, most creative because we had no choice but to be so in a country that forced us to be here after years of torment and and um, and killings and raping and everything else. So we're the strongest, strongest culture ever. Um, but to see that these these comments of oh i'm so happy i can say nigger now because elon musk got twitter like yeah it blew me because i was really like and people were publicly oh like i don't care who knows this is how i feel i'm not hiding it it is what it is and it just saddens me um to think that um and these are different, you know, these are younger generation of people saying this too. It's not like, oh, you know, the reality is, uh, you know, the, yeah, there's some CEOs on, on Twitter and there's some older folks on Twitter, but we do know there's a big generation of, you know, teenagers and 30 up 40 year olds that are on Twitter. So we're in a generation where we didn't see it and didn't really experience it. And I just, it, um, I just, I don't know how to feel like I, I kind of it's sad we're a divided country and it's really sad that we we really haven't it doesn't feel like we're making any strides when you now have a social always, media platform I think we've always been a divided country but I just think that it amplifies it now because people have gotten com- comfortable since uh 
uh, Cheeto was in office. So it's just one of those things. Um, I don't have much to say about it. Like it is what it is. The only thing I say is like you tough and you put an ER on there, and it's all well, it's all fun and games till you get punched in the face. And you it's all with. fun and games until somebody shows up at your house. And I don't say that in any. That's not no threat. No, our, our generation like wants that. smoke. Our generation but, wants smoke. It's, it's no disrespect to our older generation, but our older generation. We don't be out here handling. Generation. Yeah, and I just you know I'm I I feel for the safety of the people out here that are you know people know how to find you. Let's just put it this way: once you got once you're on social media. People know how to figure out who your relatives are. If they can't find you, they'll find your relatives because somebody got their guard down. Somebody in your circle has their guard down. And when these people that do not agree with what's happening decide to figure out where your people are, it's going to be bad in this country. And um, and then that's when maybe something will happen. Maybe. Maybe. If a lot, if, uh, you know, if a lot of, if, then, then maybe, so we'll see. And, and again, that goes back to where we talked about voting, you know what I'm saying? Like, just know that, um, that that vote matters because there's a lot of changes that's, that's, that's going to happen in these next few years. And it's going to determine where we're going, um, as a country. And, um, I just hate to see it turn into like, every other country laughing at America because we are, we are at war with just each other. We don't need anybody to interfere. Well, we'll see what happens with Twitter. If it becomes the wild, wild West, but definitely check out fan base. If you haven't already checked out fan base, it's a black owned social media network uh, owned by Isaac Hayes, the third. And it's definitely a great place in case you decide that Twitter is too much for you. And Instagram uh, becomes too much for you also. Um, finally ending the show, unfortunately, on a sad note, uh, we want to send love to the family of uh, the amazing, amazing actor, uh, Leslie Jordan, who uh, passed away this week at the age of 67 in a car accident uh, on Monday. But, but they also stated that there was a medical emergency that happened that caused the car accident also. Um, Leslie was a beloved actor. He had been on a show called Call Me Cat. Um, since 2001, they did a tribute for him recently. Um, it's also known that the Mass Singer and Lego Masters all have upcoming episodes um, that are going to feature Leslie Jordan on them. Also, uh, yeah, Fox and Warner a Brothers. lot of projects coming up. Yeah, Fox and Warner Brothers just recently put out a statement uh, speaking about the tragic passing. Um, Leslie got Leslie was always an amazing actor, but he recently got. Uh, really famous with his Instagram and TikTok posts, um, which kept a lot of people going during the pandemic. Um, an amazing individual. It's a definite, definite reminder to uh, love, not only love on your people, but to live in the moment. Um, so definitely want to send love to him and his family um, at this time. It's, that was a shock to me, uh, waking up and seeing that on a Monday. So uh before we end the show Shakira let's top it off what are you watching what are you listening to what am I watching um <laughs> something sappy um I've been finishing well a few things actually there's this show on Netflix called Good Nurse have you heard of it uh -huh. have you heard of it no oh 
really good but i'm into like kind of sci-fi random kind of things but it's really good um i'm also watching family reunion have you ever watched that no that's with uh tmari right yeah yeah really wholesome show it's a really wholesome show so like if you just want something with some mild comedy it's a really cool show so this is their final season um so i've been watching that um i just catching up on my series um watching abbott elementary too funny love that show love the show i know they got speaking of it i know they got some flack for uh talking about sean king in one of their last episodes but i mean um, but you gotta keep it real (laughs) people gotta keep it real about sean king man a lot of people don't like buddy so all right well i like him so whatever um but ultimately abbott elementary is hilarious um and i hope they're they're up for emmys again um because the show is just if you it's just one of those shows so yeah um so yeah i just been catching up on series honestly um in my spare time okay okay. how about you Um, all american all american homecoming i can't Um, find it i can't watch it it's on i tried to watch it it's on the cw i don't have cable it's cw's regular tv i don't have tv like i only I only have apps. CW is like a so download the CW is it's an analog channel. How no, you watch Abbott Elementary? I don't have. I watch it on um um. Is it Hulu? I watch it on my. Oh, yeah, that's right. I watch it on episodes the next day. Okay. Yeah. So I, I only have know. apps. I don't watch that. So that's probably I have to wait till it comes to Netflix. Um, watching that and and finishing up the final season of Atlanta, which has been really good. Sad to see that show go. Been kind of awkward. Well, it's the last season, so I, I would expect it. But they said it was gonna be awkward. They said it was gonna be filled with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's it, man. I'm just kind of just kind of vibing out and listening to that new Jeezy album, Snowfall. Which oh, how do you like it? I'm a Jeezy fan. Jeezy came back strong. Did he? Oh, I need to listen to that. Yeah. I haven't listened to a Jeezy album in a long time. Well, he hasn't really put so much out. Um I was but- yeah. But uh, last time I checked, I was the man on these streets. They called me residue. I leave blowing these beats. That's how I reaflow. Man, I shit on niggas. Uh, never mind. All right. We're feeling good. Feeling Got great. some super friends in the Legion of Doom. They be blowing purple shit. Keep them high like the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, he's on GZ. He's definitely listening to GZ. Listen, listen. I, I, I was in Atlanta. For, I was in Atlanta in them streets. During the Usher, Jeezy, Ti trap years, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, I was in Atlanta during the Ti Ti first album, Jeezy. Uh, that's when I started to get on the the Southern music, and um, yeah, that was that changed my life, Survive. especially a uh, Tip first album. Anyway, um, we hope you have enjoyed this show. Um, back at you again next week with another great show of culture gumbo we appreciate you watching we appreciate you listening and um anything any other topics you feel like we want to talk about we are always open to your feedback as well um but thank you so much for joining us today yes sir make sure you like follow subscribe uh also check us out on instagram the culture gumbo pod um 
we out here, man. You know what I'm saying? We just trying to get what you need. You know what I'm saying? What you need? Bro, I'm bugging. I'm on something different. Thank you for joining us. Y'all have a great week. Please make sure you get out and, and vote early. Yes, vote. Your your uh your next few years depend on it for real, for real. Or your kids few years depend on it. So until next time. <laughs>